when I was a teenager, uh, I didn't understand this parable at all. I always thought that the landowner is really not just uh, with, the, with his employees, because how can you pay the same money to those who work just one hour comparing to those who work 12 hours, because that's the first group. They started at 6 a.m. and worked until 6 p.m. Uh, as they said even to the landowner, we had to, we had to work in the burdens, in the day's burden and the heat. It's really, it's really hot in Israel, uh, specifically during summer. So when I read this years ago as a teenager, I, I always thought, this is not cool, God. You should have paid more to these guys. They work 12 hours. Now, in this story, it's really good to be the, the last group, right? I just work one hour and I got daily wage. I would love to do it every day. No, that's not possible. That's not. When I always read this, it reminds me of the story that really happened, um, I think, 10 years ago back in Poland. As you know, of course, Poland is uh, still on paper a Catholic country. Uh, but we had, to, we had to go through different struggles and challenges throughout the centuries. And the last century was difficult as well with the uh, communism. Uh, one, of the, uh, one of the VIPs uh, of uh, the regime uh, was dying 10 years ago. He was in his late 80s, uh, closing to death, uh, really hardcore communist. So, of course, he hated the church his whole life and was doing anything he could uh, to be an enemy. But 10 days before his death, he requested a priest to come and hear his confession. Everyone was surprised. You, a hardcore communist, are asking for a priest? He was Catholic, by the way, you know, like everyone in Poland. Uh, that's what happened. The priest came, heard his confession, uh, probably he received the last rites, and he passed away. Uh, and there was a Catholic funeral. Everyone was upset, including my parents. That's not okay. When I told my parents that it reminds me about this story, about the parable of the landowner, who gives generously and he accepts everyone, even at the last hour, you will get the same wage. Uh, my parents were like the first group in this parable. That's not okay. How can you make us equal to this guy, right? He was fighting the church his whole life and 10 days before his life ended, he he's okay. So he's in heaven. That's what are you telling me? That's what my parents ask. I'm like, yeah, that's a possibility. He might be in heaven, so don't be surprised if you go there and he is there too. <laughs> it, it feels not really just, but that's what God does. God always welcomes everyone. You still have chance to change your life, even an hour or 10 minutes before your life ends. That's, that's what God does. And that's what we are reminded today uh, by this parable. 
God, who is the landowner, who owns everything, right? He goes and he is searching for people. He always invites. He always does it. We cannot, we cannot be surprised, but that's what he does. He does this with us. Anytime you go to confession, that's what happens. He forgives you and you can start over. You can start over. Uh, the Eucharist is kind of this image too. Because strictly speaking, uh, no one deserves to be here, including myself. No one. We are like the laborers who are invited to come to the kingdom of God, the vineyard. Uh, but let's be honest, we don't own this place. I don't own this place. we still have some kind of work to do as Catholics, Christians in general. We do our best, right? You might be a cradle Catholic, I am too. And I still think that, you know, being something else than Catholic doesn't make any sense, to be honest with you. So leaving this vineyard doesn't make any sense too. Like staying here no matter what, is, is crucial. But we don't own this. We don't own the vineyard. That's, the, uh, that's God who, who, who does it. He's the owner and he always seeks, he always goes to our lives wherever we are at and he calls us back. Come, come. And I will give you what is just. Don't be surprised if I want to give the same amount to someone who just became Catholic at the end of his life, I've seen these stories, someone just converted at the very last moment, and maybe he or she is safe too. So we cannot be, we can't be surprised. God is so generous, but he still does it every time again we, we have uh, the Eucharist. Jesus Christ, I would say, he's a volcano of generous love. That's what happens here every time, every time. So here are, I would say, two reasons, but I think the Eucharist is the, the proof of his, uh, of his generosity. So the first one would be, uh, whenever you come here, it's not just the priest who offers the mass, it's you too, right? It's not just the priest. You come here with whatever happened for the last six days, God knows, and you offer it to him. Sometimes you might feel unworthy, like you are standing at the marketplace, no one hired you, you feel like I'm not needed here. Like sometimes I meet with people who say, you know, I, Father, I, I don't know what to do with my life or, you know, I don't see any sense of living. This is how people feel sometimes standing at the marketplace. No one hired me. There is no purpose in my life. But that's what Eucharist does. When you come here, you offer it to God. 
and he accepts that. He's the landowner who says, yes, come to my vineyard. I will, I will give you a job. You will find, you know, uh, purpose in life. You will just come. Second and the last is that uh, God not only enables us to give him uh, a worthy gift, whatever it may be, but through Holy Communion, uh, he gives us a gift way beyond what we deserve. You know, in a few minutes, God will be truly present here uh, and you will be able to eat his flesh. That's still s such a generous gift uh, that comes from God. Uh, Jesus even said, it's in the Gospel of St. John, whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. And I will raise him on the last day. You know, uh, Mother Teresa of Calcutta understood this uh, really well and the value of the Eucharist. Uh, she said that when Jesus came into the world, he loved it so much, but he gave his life for it. He wanted to satisfy our hunger for God. And what did he do? He made himself the bread of life. He became small, fragile, defenseless for us. You know, Christmas, that's what we celebrate. Bits of bread can be so small that even a baby can chew it. Even a dying person can eat it. No, God, God still does it. So... Honestly, we cannot understand it. We cannot understand his gener generosity uh, towards all of us. No matter who you are, what you do in life, he still does it. He comes and calls you back to his, uh, to his vineyard. So you can find your uh, true value in this, in this world. That will be the key of this Sunday. Uh, Think about it. Anytime you come here uh, for the Eucharist, uh, offer him, you know, whatever happened for the past six days. Uh, tell him right before Holy Communion. And then when you receive him, you will, you will appreciate even the gift of the Eucharist uh, much more. That's still the, it's, it's still the gift. No one deserves, uh, you know, this gift. And I think that's the message. Don't be envious when someone uh, changes his or her life at the even very last moment. Like my parents were envious of this guy who converted the ten, you know, 10 days before his death. It still happens. You can find many examples how people change their lives because they want to be accepted by God. And Let's pray that when we receive the Eucharist, even tonight, uh, we'll say thank you. Because uh, you might be this group who is just hired an hour before uh, sunset. You might be this group who was hired at 6 a.m. for the next 12 hours. Uh, you, might, you might be in this group who was, uh, who was hired at noon. Wherever you are at, you are always welcome here because God is so generous and we don't deserve it. Let's not forget it because the time when, when you forget it, 
that's when actually life uh, loses its sense. If you still will keep it, uh, what God did on, on the cross, uh, how generously he gave up his life for us, the Eucharist is much bigger gift than you can ever, ever imagine. Let's be always thankful for this one. Even when we don't understand his generosity, uh, it still, it still uh, makes sense. <laughs>